Hello and welcome to the NFO What If Podcast, where we discuss what if something happened or didn't happen in the past and present of the NFL. I'm Luke Pappas. And I'm Frankie Gochar. Recording from Baltimore, Maryland, today we'll be going over what if the Seahawks ran the ball. So Luke, what's going on? Um, not much has been going on. We're about a week from our first meet on um, the 26th, I believe it's at Gilman. Uh, other than that, I'm just ready to go into the next week of school. Yep. All right, so we have some news to talk about, so we're going to get right into that. Um, definitely. Like Right now, uh, we're not going to get into all the free agent signings. We're probably going to do that like once free agency has died down, because there's a lot to talk about. So I don't know if we're going to be able to fit it into a podcast with also this other news that we have to talk about. But um, right now, Deshaun Watson has been... Teams are trying to go get him after he was released... Um, not released. Uh, he's found not guilty for all charges. Um, I mean, what do you think? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't really invested too much time into looking at his case. But I think he'll be a pretty good unit on any team, if even if it's only for like a year or so. Um, yeah, right now the two teams that um, they're coming down to is the Falcons and the us. No, not Saints. Hey, Fal- you said the Saints. Yeah, Falcons and Saints. Are the two teams that really are left in the contention. And um, Panthers were in the contention, but they dropped out. Same with the Browns, which uh, we're going to talk about Baker a little later. Um, but uh, what are their uh, quarterbacks are in the mix right now for switching teams? Um, I mean, Watson, uh, Watson right now is obviously the best quarterback that... Uh, we saw Trubisky go to the Steelers. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that's a very interesting move, uh, but we'll see how that works. Uh, I hope he doesn't play well because we're Ravens fans. But I, he's not gonna play well. There's no way. Um, but other than that, Jimmy Garoppolo maybe because he he's not gonna stay there for long. I mean, if the Saints get uh, Watson, would he go to uh, or would James Winston go somewhere else? Probably because I feel like he has a little something in him. I feel like he would go to a place like the panthers most likely because panthers like mobile quarterbacks i think james winston would uh do well in a situation like that but i think any team that likes to base their teams around mobile ish quarterbacks would be happy to take james winston yeah um I mean, the Panthers, they must have either saw something or realized it was going to take a lot to get Deshaun Watson. And right now, Panthers are kind of in a rebuild mode. But the Saints are in, like, it, one good quarterback away, we could be a playoff team. And the Falcons, uh, not quarterbacks, I think Matt Ryan is good. But, um, they, they, I mean, their wide receiver, I think their best wide receiver has, like, 25 career catches. Who? What team? Uh, the Falcons. The Falcons. Because they got rid of Russell Gage and then Julio a year ago. Um, Hayden Hurst is gone to the Bengals, which I'm sad. So I liked Hayden Hurst, but now we yeah, Julio. What, what team, did Julio switch teams yet or no? Um, oh, he was just on the uh, um, Titans, but then he got released after a really unproductive year. Uh, but right now he's just uh, roaming, and we'll see where he ends up. Maybe the Falcons. Yeah, that was. He might end up back on the Falcons, but it's really undecided right now. All right, what other quarterbacks have been floating around the uh, free agency right now? So all like the big ones, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, um, 
Mitch Trubisky. Um, they've all been signed. Um, Watson's still available, of um, course, and then Garoppolo, really. Other than that, like, there's not any, like, big quarterbacks going around. All right, let's let's discuss the uh, the elephant in the room. Uh, De- Devontae Adams. Yeah. Um, uh, he was recently franchise tagged. Um, then he said he wasn't going to play on the franchise tag. He wants money. And I think it also was contributed to uh, Christian Kirk signed a, like a four-year $84 million contract, which pays him more than Devontae. And he is probably about half the receiver Devontae is. So Devontae wanted more money. That's yeah. why he switched teams. Yeah, and then um, he said he wouldn't play under the franchise tag. And then the Packers, of course, they have no they have no room to negotiate with him, at, especially after signing Rodgers to a big deal. And um, they traded him to the Las Vegas Raiders um, for, I think, a first and a second pick, which really isn't a lot, especially for a receiver like Devontae. So what... Um... Wait, so what uh, division are the Raiders in? That's the, the, the AFC West. That's the AFC West, right? Yeah, that's, that's that is going be... to be a slugfest this year because you've just caught Russell Wilson on the uh, Broncos. Broncos, got Chiefs, Chargers, and now uh, Devontae Adams on the Raiders along with Derek Carr, who isn't a terrible quarterback. I think he's got some left, some stuff left in him. And also another thing, like he has the chemistry with Devonte because they both went to Fresno State. Yeah. Um. So h- how do you think Devontae's going to do on the Raiders? I mean, they really. I mean, he's still such an elite wide receiver. He's gonna he's gonna do well despite what team. If you can get a quarterback to throw the ball to him, yeah. he'll be fine. And he's also combined with um Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, one of the best. Him and Devontae are some of the best route runners in the league. Yeah, that's gonna be a really good uh wide receiving team this year and all teams are we got chargers with mike williams keenan allen God. chiefs with tyree kill travis kelsey and broncos with um jerry judy and um tim patrick tim patrick yeah yeah that that uh division is going to be very scary we have to play the broncos yay um another elephant to the room um thomas patrick edward brady yeah. oh we haven't talked about that yet no not yet Oh, yeah, uh, Tom Tom Brady unretired. Yeah, we actually mentioned it. I think we had two podcasts, our Tuck Rule podcast and the uh, Saints-Rams um, podcast. We both talked about um, Tom Brady and his possibility of uh, retiring and then on or a uh, possibility of coming back, and he came back. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't understand what more he needs. Well, that's the thing. Like, he just loves to play the game. And in the Tuck Rule video, like, we talked about, like, he doesn't take the money. Um, and he just likes to play football, and he realized just a few Sundays he needs to get back. It's either that, or he saw the gas prices and what needed some money, um, and or didn't want to spend time with his family. There's kids. Maybe it's, uh, it was, like, what, a month? Yeah. It's like, this sucks. I'm out. Yeah, definitely, um... And now he's in the division, which right now is one of the weakest divisions. But it looks like this division might end up getting Watson, so Brady will have some competition. This is just I don't I don't understand. I don't I don't. What are you thinking? You think he's getting another ring? I don't know about ring. Not not this year, but. Uh, but always... you actually see a trend. 
Um, I think for the past like eight or so years, it's Brady loses a playoff game, wins Super Bowl, loses playoff game, wins Super Bowl, and etc. I think that's been happening for eight years. So, and he just lost a playoff game. Oh. And but I think he can win the division because it's not a great division. Um, but can he go far in the playoffs? But I think he can make the Super Bowl because the NFC is not that great this year. Yeah. But the problem is the AFC with the the AFC West, uh, the Ravens, the Bengals, uh, probably not the Browns, uh, or Steelers, um, probably yeah. Tennessee and the Colts. Browns are probably moving on with Baker soon. We've seen yeah. Baker's requesting a trade. Oh, and we'll get the yeah. And uh, what who else is in the AFC? Uh, the Patriots, the Bills, all Steelers. No, <laughs> not <laughs> Trubisky. Doing, not doing too well. It's so weird. Like whenever we make a podcast about these things, it's um the thing happens. Like we talked about Mitch Trubisky and the Patrick Mahomes switch. Mitch Trubisky goes to the Steelers. It's, we talked about Tom Brady twice. Tom Brady unretires. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> the the news always floods in the day after we record the podcast. Maybe the Seahawks. Uh, your future could be looking up. But anyway, let's uh talk about Baker Mayfield. Um, he wants to request a trade after um. The Browns wanted to were interested in Sean Watson. They've since uh, like got out of the running. But what do you think? Um, I mean, the Browns also declined his request to be traded. Yeah, uh, I just don't think I don't. There's not many quarterbacks left. Maybe the Browns will draft a quarterback in this draft. I mean, the quarterbacks aren't great right now, but maybe they can pull the top guy and just see if they can make something out of him. Um, I think Baker is one of those guys that w- might hold out if he doesn't get traded because I just feel like he has that personality. He's he's not a he's not a terrible quarterback. He just didn't have a great season last year. He didn't like it. Really came on full display, and then like he is being harshly um criticized by the media. Um, and then he kind of just fed up with that the Browns looked at Watson, who I is a much better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, um, an Andrew Luck situation, injuries, he just retires early, he's just done with football, that's definitely in the realm of possibilities. I mean, Andrew Luck didn't have, like, any, like, real big beef with the Colts, I mean, of course, their offense line was terrible, that's one of the main reasons. He got injured in the first place, yeah. Yeah, but, like, Baker, I mean, he ha- he played through, like, a torn labrum, and, like, sh- like he ha- was injured last year, and he played through it, and, of course, he didn't play great, but, um... I mean, he, and the offense line's okay. Uh, free agency, like a lot of offensive linemen are being moved, so maybe they could build a solid line around him. But um, other than that, like they just released Jarvis Landry, but got Amari Cooper. Odo Beckham just left, and then um, won a Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's one of the main things that. Yeah. That's why Baker was under so much scrutiny Baker, this year. Baker, Baker had to be pissed after that. Yeah, because everyone's like, it's Odell's problem. And then he goes and plays great. And it's like, oh, it's Baker's problem. He wasted Odell's career. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then that, um, Max Crosby to the of the Raiders just signed a very big deal. Um, just solidifying that, like, really good defense. But um, I think it's time to get on to the what if. All right. All right, so today's what if. What if the Seahawks uh, ran the ball? Yeah, um, 
I mean, this is a really painful subject to Seahawks fans, especially after Russell Wilson's gone. Um, so sorry to any Seahawks fans out there that are listening to this, but um, yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl Forty Nine, um, Tom Brady and the Patriots versus uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks with that amazing defense with the uh, yeah, you got Richard Sherman, you've got Bobby Wagner, uh, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, the Legion of Boom. One of the uh, and offense, Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, Doug Baldwin, Jermaine Kearse. I'm not sure how good they are. Paul Richardson, Luke Wilson, tight end. He's on our team for a while. Remember when we uh played the Steelers with uh nobody basically? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he he wasn't great um for us, but he was good on the um uh Seahawks. Hey, he's got such a good team right there and. No doubt that they made it to the Super Bowl, but you get you get to uh, how how far away from the end zone were they? Like two one yard two yards two yards, and you've got got Marshawn Lynch. I don't I don't know why you'd want to run a um. They got and you just get throw a pick to Malcolm Butler, right? This is really what made made Malcolm Butler famous was um that interception. Like other than that, he was a solid cornerback, but like. He wasn't like known really. Where's he right now? Is he retired? I saw he was on the Titans, maybe, but then he he's not really doing much now. We got Earl Thomas uh, left to the Ravens for a year, and now he's in free agency and possibly jail because he oh. he definitely did some um, bad stuff on the Ravens. And you see Bobby Wagner. He's he's still he's currently still on the Seahawks, right? Oh uh, no, he just got released. He oh he got released. Um, I thought he I thought he was requesting trade. No. Uh, and I I'd, I'd love to see him on the Ravens, but I doubt it's gonna happen. Definitely. I think as I I think said in another episode, him next to Patrick Queen would be uh scary. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I mean that whole Legion of Boom is gone. Um, Ken Chancellor retired a few years ago. Um, Bobby Wagner's gone. Yeah, that entire team is uh, no more right now. I don't think anybody on that team is on that starting lineup is on the team anymore. Marshawn Lynch was gone a while ago. Mm -hmm. Then he came back for a year. Didn't he play for the Raiders at one point? Yeah. Then Russell Wilson is now gone. Uh, I'm not sure about the wide receivers because I've never heard their names, but I doubt they'd still be on there. Bobby Wagner just got released. Richard Sherman's gone. Earl Thomas is illegal. But uh Yeah, I that that was just such a good team. So what if what if they didn't run that ball? Uh well it's beast mode in his prime. So it's pretty much a touchdown. Like they had two downs, I think it was second. Yeah, second and goal. Um and if you run it and the Patriots were, like, expecting a run. Like, everyone was expecting a run. You have Marshawn Lynch. And he probably would have just trucked his way into the end zone, and the Seahawks would have gone up um, by three with uh, about 20 seconds left. So I can partially see where the uh, the offense was going with this. They're expecting a run, and they pass the ball. But why you would throw, if they're, if they're run committing, which they most likely were, why you throw a pass into the run commit? 
So you've got what, like two or three linebackers all like crowding the um the center and yeah. you throw into the center. Yeah, it was like the play was kind of like a wide receiver drag screen. It's just not if you did a um you could have done a I don't I don't know, like a a fade. Half a fade or like a halfback screen. Yeah. Where you still get the ball to Marshawn Lynch, but it's like to the outside more. If it were me, I would have faded it up to Doug Doug Baldwin. He he's a really good receiver. Um Or you could have just ran the ball, honestly. That's it's the safest thing. You can't really throw a pick on a run. Definitely. Beast Mode had a uh, 1,306 yards that year and 13 touchdowns. I mean, yeah, did uh did Beast Mode ever speak out about the uh fishy or not the officiating, the play call that 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 night or whatever? Um not really, but um I'm sure he he definitely would have. Richard Sherman definitely has some emotions that night too. Yeah, yeah there's that video like he he saw the pick and he's just like so defeated like just he probably played it's such a good game too i think mm-hmm. i don't really remember that too much too well but he's he was, he was a good player and actually um like the play before was actually a really good um really good um or not before i think it was a few plays before um they threw it to jermaine curse um he kind of like tips it up to himself juggles it and while he's on the ground catches it and he would have had a touchdown if I um, like that one catch with uh I'm drawing a blank. Uh Julian Edelman. Yeah. Something like that. But like he might have had a touchdown if one if the Patriots defensive back didn't see him. Because um Patriots defensive back thought it was incomplete. And Curse got up and ran and then he saw him and made a game saving tackle, basically. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not really what we're here to talk about, but they gotta it's just I'm not sure if it's common sense or not. No, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it's common sense. Just run the ball if you have Marshawn Lynch on the two yard line. And, uh, and there's also the fans. The fans had some emotions too. A guy dove into a TV. Yeah, um, people smashed their TVs. Why would you run? Why would you throw a pass when you're on the two yard line and you have Marshawn Lynch? Yeah. That's you almost broke her table. Yep. Definitely. Uh, I mean, everyone was confused. Like, and this was kind of the downfall of Pete Carroll, because um, he kind of was like, did he call that play or was it the offensive coordinator? It's the offensive quarterback, but I think the coach also has a say in it too. And if I was a coach, I would have just dialed in. All right, um, halfback draw with uh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, let's go into a touchdown. It kind of reminds me of what John Hardball was doing this season. Oh god, that's so painful, honestly. <laughs> and um, like we see it now, like um, was it Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll's fault that they only won one Super Bowl? Or and was that and was that Russell Wilson's fault that he threw the pick? Could he have um, thrown that ball better? Well, he was doing what the play was um was called. Um, honestly, I think it was a really good uh, it was a good throw. Like he had the ball in here. It's just Malcolm Butler's. He, he made a great play. Took it. He made a great play, but still, I'm not sure if you really want to take that risk. Or even if they took a, I don't know, like a, uh, not a sideline, an out route, and just uh, sent Russell Wilson on like a rollout or something, 
and tried to dump it in the end zone where you don't have three players on one guy and you yeah. just you have like a one on one to possibly make play. And you said before they've got two plays to make this. Mm-hmm. So I would I don't know why they would think to throw it. Maybe they were thinking we throw it and then run it the next play if it's incomplete. Yeah. But it's just not not great coaching in my opinion. Don't know if we said this before in like an earlier podcast, but um, I feel like if Tom Brady was um like in that situation, he would have changed the play. He would have ran the ball with if he had Marshawn Lynch because like he knows that's the right play, and that's what like some of the best quarterbacks do is that they they hear a play they don't think it's the right one they can switch it up. Like you really need to be a good quarterback to do that because um yeah you need to be a good you need to be a good quarterback but you can't have it backfire yeah. or else you're just uh. You're going to be blown up in the film room. And it's in a Super Bowl, too. I mean, I'm not sure if Russell Wilson wanted to take that risk at the time, but I think that would have been a really good risk to take. So, actually, was it the year before? It was the year before. Um, yeah, the year before that, the, the uh, Seahawks beat the, absolutely destroyed the Broncos in the Super Bowl, 38-8. Uh, are 30 43 to 8 in the Super Bowl um and is this against Peyton Manning and the Broncos and is this uh mostly the same team besides from like Paul Richardson uh and Justin Britt who yeah. were rookies yeah pretty much the exact same team and actually the first play of that game Peyton um was looking over tried to like call him audible but the ball was snapped over his head in safety first play yeah but uh what do you think what are you thinking for the future of this team if they ran that ball and won the Super Bowl? They'd be a back-to-back Super Bowl champion. Which, how many... I don't know if you know this stat. How many times has that happened, back-to-back Super Bowls? I would think Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady has done it twice. Yes, he did it early year. Did he do it twice? Yes, I... Actually, yeah, I think Tom Brady's done it twice, but... um. I think it's happened like six times, maybe. Um, and then maybe they could do a, they could have a three-peat because um, next year in 2015, they lost in the uh, divisional round to Carolina. Like they, if they had that, was that, su- was that Cam Newton, Carolina? Yes. Yeah. That was actually the season Carolina went to the Super Bowl and lost to Peyton Manning. Hmm. And if um, if Seattle has that momentum and they go face Peyton Manning again in the Super Bowl. Especially, this is when Peyton Manning was, like, really bad. Um, like, it was really his defense that carried him to that Super Bowl. Yeah. But uh, what, what are you thinking? You think they're going to three Super Bowls if they uh, win win this game or win this Super Bowl? Yeah, it's like the Super Bowl hangover. Um, yeah, it goes either one of two ways. Um, you either have a Super Bowl hangover, which is uh, you have a really disappointing season or lose first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Or... um. You like carry that momentum in a three peat, and there's actually never been a three peat in Super Bowl history. But um, the Patriots were the closest. They had they won the Super Bowl against Atlanta, lost to Philadelphia, and then um won against uh Rams. Yeah. So yeah, I think they would carry this momentum because they already did it the year before. And you think this really, uh, you think this will make a really good legacy of Russell Wilson and uh, Pete Carroll, along with Marshawn Lynch. So this that would have been Marshawn Lynch second too. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch, Bobby Wagner, 
and Richard Sherman. Were they all in the first uh, one, too? Uh, yeah, it definitely. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, because when you look at a good quarterback duo, like Mike McCarthy, uh, Aaron Rodgers, they won one Super Bowl. Um, Sean Payton, Drew Brees, one Super Bowl. Um, and the really good mark of quarterback is when you can win multiple Super Bowls with your coaches, like Tom Brady. Yeah. Now, um, and again, there's only two quarterbacks in this league with multiple Super Bowls. Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. He actually won, who actually kind of won the Super Bowl. Or not won the Super Bowl, I mean, he won, he was on the team of the Patriots. Yeah. When Tom Brady um is celebrating, like when you see on the sideline, Jimmy Garoppolo is right next to him celebrating too. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and not many people like there's like when you're a backup quarterback, like Jimmy G in that that Super Bowl. I think it really just goes down to luck, which team picks you as their backup quarterback. You know, Tyrod Taylor has a Super Bowl. Who's that? Tyrod uh, Taylor. He's the new Giants quarterback. He was on the uh, Texan. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, uh, he has a Super Bowl ring. Huh? Guess who was who he was drafted by. Who? The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, the, oh, I remember him, yeah. He, uh, was he the one, uh, did he get injured at all? Uh, he's had, he's one of the most, uh, unlucky quarterbacks ever. I think I saw, like, something about him. He was, um, he was doing pretty well on the Ravens, and then he got injured, and then, um, or, like, he would have taken the spot of, uh, Flacco, but then Lamar Jackson got drafted. I think that's how that went down. Like um, he started the career of almost like a lot of quarterbacks. Like once he left the Ravens, they liked like his style because he's kind of a scrambling quarterback. So they drafted Lamar. Um, he was the starting quarterback and then got injured for Cleveland. So Baker came in. The Chargers week one. Um, he got his lung punctured. No, know. week two he got his lung punctured. Justin Herbert came in. Uh, Davis Mills this year. Yeah, no, I've seen. I, I yeah I for sure have seen a video on that or something, where he he may have had the most unlucky career of any quarterback at all. He gets injured and now there's this franchise quarterback sitting behind him. Um, definitely. So, sort of like a Brett Favre or uh, um, what's the Patriots quarterbacks? Uh, what do you, which one? The one before Brady. Uh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe, uh, a Favre or Bledsoe situation like that, except he did it like three or four times. <laughs> um, definitely. So, and now, let's look at the Seahawks now. I mean, they're such a mess. They just traded the way their franchise quarterback, Pete Carroll, might be gone. We don't know yet, but um, I would assume he doesn't stick around the season. Their defense is one of the worst defenses in the league. Um, and it's definitely like they're a shell of their old self. This season they finished seven and ten, and um, and really they're not going upward for a few years until um, those draft picks start to really pay off. It uh, they go into yeah they go from rebuild to contention. Yeah, there's no way they're getting anywhere this 2020 uh 2022 2023 season. They, I mean, their quarterback was Adrian Peterson, who I think is in uh who just got arrested, I think for beating a person there's also um is this quarterback now drew lock yeah that's gonna be their starter uh most likely um i don't see him drafting a quarterback just because of um how not great this dra- draft for quarterbacks is yeah i feel like they would build they'd build around a, 
they would build like their team and then finally when they can get that good court sorry sorry um when they can get that good quarterback they'll get him and he'll be adapted into a really great team. yeah and um as for the patriots now um they had a one-year rebuild basically where they had that cam newton season they missed the playoffs for the first time in a while yeah i completely forgot about that yeah patriots fans i think one two two but um now they have mac jones um they have a really promising future. Yeah, I always forget that uh, Cam Newton went to the Patriots. And I remember at the beginning of that season, I was in panic because it's Cam Newton. And I thought he was going to play well for, this, for the Patriots and make them Super Bowl contenders. They beat the Ravens that season. Oh, yeah, they did. I remember that. that. Game. I saw this uh, one uh, video where it was... The uh, Patriots cheering because they beat the Ravens, but beat nobody else. Yeah. And, well, not nobody else, but they beat the Ravens in a really good season. I don't know. And also, I, I remember I remember that because, like, Cam Newton was unstoppable that game for some reason. Like, he would be tackled, and he would always manage to fall forward. Definitely. Um, yeah, and then he didn't play like that the rest of the season, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I may, maybe... Uh, Maybe Cam Newton has something against any other mobile quarterback. He, he, I feel like Cam Newton uh, kind of made being a mobile quarterback popular. And he was the first or one of the first mobile quarterbacks to uh, be actually fun to watch. Mobile quarterbacks in general bring in a lot of revenue, I've noticed. And Myhovic, of course, was the first. But like, he, was, he was the first, but like he, he was... Can, he can pass well. Like He was really good, but... Compared to Lamar, like he's such a worse. He's um such a worse. Is that the right grammar? Oh, just a worse. Just just a worse version of Lamar passing wise. Because I don't think he ever threw for over three thousand yards in a season. He was really fun to watch, but just you, he couldn't throw. Yeah, and then you saw Cam Newton have this great Super Bowl run where he he can scramble. Mm-hmm. He can, and he, won he can throw. He can won, he won MVP at a very young age he, like Lamar. And he also had. Did he have Christian McCaffrey next to him? Um, no, not for that suit. Not that, that suit. I forget how young Christian McCaffrey is. He's also, he, his prime's going to be done in like a year it's or also two. also made of glass. Yeah. Especially for running backs. Um, and like Marshawn, like Marshawn was 28 at the time. Um, so he was, he wasn't, he was in his prime right then, but in a few years he wouldn't. So you got to use his prime well. Yeah. And of course, run the ball with him. He can get two yards. And if he can't, then. How, how did he rush for 1,300 yards that season? It's kind of logical. <laughs> yeah. So um, what do you, if the Seahawks win that, do you think they're still rebuilding now? Uh, yeah, I think it's bound to happen regardless. Just based off of their... Uh, what the heck? Just based off their team at the time, which was... Marshawn Lynch definitely didn't have much left, left in him at 28 years of age. Bobby Wagner is still pretty young. That defense can definitely still have a lot left in him. Richard Sherman's 26 at the time. Or, yeah, he's 26. I I say that team's good for another three years, but now they're going to start rebuilding because all of their uh, defensive players are going to retire. And I'm not sure about Earl Thomas or where he's going to go. I mean, definitely after that. I mean, rebuilding after a three-peat is probably one of the best things you can do. Yeah, you go from three Super Bowls to most likely not even making playoffs, but you don't really care because you, you just won three Super Bowls. Def- in a row. In a row, yeah. Like, I think, I think 
like Michael Jordan did in basketball twice, but um, I don't like what other cases of three-peats there's been. You definitely are keeping Russell Wilson, though. After three Super Bowls, you're not getting rid of that quarterback. And then he becomes a surefire Hall of Famer. I think he's still a Hall of Famer now, but, like, him and Pete Carroll could be cemented himself as one of, like, the top coaching duos, quarterback coaching duos in the league. Of course, number one being Manning, not Manning, um, Brady, Brady and Belichick. Belichick. Yeah. Oh, but, so, oh, sorry, what are you uh, saying? Um, I just wanted to ask you, like, how long do you think the Seahawks, it's going to take for the uh, Seahawks to be good again? I'm I'm giving it, like, uh, I'm re- it's really, how old is Pete Carroll right now? 70, maybe. Um, how many years, how many more years do you think he has? He's, uh, yeah, 70. Um, um, it really comes down to that. I think he, he's going to go to another team, just I don't think he wants to be part of this rebuild. Yeah, he, if he doesn't stay with the rebuild, it's going to be a solid four or five years before the Seahawks are able to be contenders again. Because they've got, they're not finding any success with any uh, quarterbacks out of free agency right, right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, and their division is so good. They got the Cardinals who are up and coming. They just need to stop um, choking in, um, the, in like the second half of the season. Like Cliffs Kingberry, um, he just signed an extension. Like, he's probably one of the worst second-half coaches in the league. Because I think his record, like, first half compared to the second half is, um like, so different. Like, first half is, like, so many games over 500. But the second half is, like, so many games under 500. He just can't finish his seasons. Yeah, and it's also... <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, it's also just so long for a team like that to have to rebuild. Or po- they could possibly find some success in, like... Uh, a rookie of last season, like Trevor Lawrence or something, where uh, the team he had they had a really terrible season, but then they go to another team and just do really well. That's a possibility, but just it's 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 pretty uncommon for that to happen. So they'd have to find somebody out of the um, out of a draft, or they're just gonna keep a uh... oh, that's a helicopter. Oh, that was a very old helicopter. And it's right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Um, Are you talking about um, Seahawks getting a new quarterback? Yeah, if they can pick a quarterback out of the draft, but the, it's not going to be this draft. They can get a quarterback out of uh, out of college. That's good. But they're I think they're just going to um, keep picking up quarterbacks, firing them, picking up. Yeah. releasing just signing a bunch of one-year contracts i think drew Locke is going to be their quarterback until like they feel i think he'll just be like that filler quarterback yeah. he might play good but like i don't think they're they don't have any trust in him i believe yeah. and um anyway back to the division um the rams just won a super bowl and they're going to be really good yeah, they're not making the playoffs anytime soon i'm thinking the the, the seahawks and um, the 49ers just are one good quarterback away from, I think, a potential Super Bowl run. I think the 49ers are sticking with Trey Lance, right? Uh, yes, they are. And we'll see how good he is. But we've seen quarterbacks of the North Dakota State um, be good in the first few seasons, but then uh, kind of just fall off like Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um. All right. What, what was your opinion on that situation? Do you think how long until they uh, make the playoffs or even are contenders? I think three years until they can start, like, maybe making the playoffs, but they're not going to be contenders, I think, for five years. Yeah. 
they're gonna need um draft picks and that's what sucked about the Jamal Adams trade is um when they traded Jamal Adams from the Jets um traded for Jamal Adams uh they spent two first round picks and they just got those first round picks back with um the Russell Wilson trade so they need some first round picks and they need to um they need some good upcoming free agency but not this year I think they just um sit back and um, get some cap space yeah and if they can get enough cap space they can pick up a bunch of free agents again for I bet decently cheap where they can uh possibly be contenders just like what the um uh, Buccaneers or the Rams have done if they could do something like that because that's what teams like would like to do with a ton of cap space if they and even if they if they want to make a um uh break for the Super Bowl they probably have like one year before all their players would die off or something like that or they just keep rebuilding um definitely and I think next year you're gonna see Hawks like tank kind of like they want a higher draft pick for next year's draft um maybe Bryce Young they could select him well yeah I forgot he's gonna be Alabama um I I don't think they would select him but if he's available he could be a good quarterback to build around just we got to see his NFL stature next year and that's a decently smart thing to do for the Seahawks where they know for sure they're not getting anywhere so if they just purposely save cap space and pick up mediocre players then they just they would just tank and just try to get a quarterback like Bryce Young um all right uh whoa all right uh our closing thoughts um well, my closing thoughts are it's it was um very stupid of Pete Carroll and the offensive coordinator not run the ball. Um and if they run the ball, I think they have a potential three peat dynasty. And uh they'd still be rebuilding now, but um they would they would come off a three peat and I feel like teams players would want to go to the Seahawks now and help rebuild with them if they know that's a championship winning um team. Yeah. Uh what are your closing thoughts? I, I, I'd agree. I think they've got, uh, they've just got a while to, uh, before they can do anything. But I think that's about it. That's all from us today. Uh, next week we'll be talking about, um, what if the Colts never left Baltimore? Not and we last week we're talking about that Sunday. <laughs> well, Sunday, um, Sunday we're gonna be talking about what if the Colts never left Baltimore with a special guest of, uh. My, my father, uh, Jason Pappas, um, who is actually um, a fairly big Colts fan and was one of his worst days ever is when the Colts left Baltimore. So he'll be able to give us a firsthand account of that day. Thank you much. Thank you very much. Uh, good night. Thank you to Coppermine for sponsoring this episode. Check them out at www.gocoppermine.com. www.gocoppermine.com. Listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts.